Welcome to the Grown Folks Table. We both know that we're grown. Real experiences, real conversations. Like a real woman would. Okay. Today at our table, we're talking about how we raise daughters and sons differently. Now, I know you all have some good stories um, that you can weigh in on this topic. Vicki, you have an adult daughter and you have adult sons. Mm-hmm. How do you raise them? How did you raise them differently? Uh, I have um, my oldest now is 43 and then um, a 39-year-old. Both of those are men. And what I found is I didn't, believe it or not, we didn't have to give a curfew to my daughter. We did give a curfew to the boys. My oldest son, I always said he was one of those that show me, uh, he, you had to show him. He never <laughs> believed you. And so he was from Missouri, Joyce. And so if you told him to be home at 12, he was going to test you and do 1215. That was me. If you told him 1215, yes. he was going to do 1230, you know. And so um, I think my daughter and my middle son in particular watched the 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 drama and the tragedy <laughs> of, the, of the first one, and uh, that they did better. And so when uh, when my daughter uh, became of age, and I told her brothers this, I said, I, I, we don't have to give her a curfew because she learned what not to do from you all. Mm-hmm. Now, when she show us that we can't trust her, then we'll interject, and I, she has never it has never been a problem. I think what we uh, I do. The question is, do we raise our daughters different from our sons? Are we more protective? And and um, we were talking about mothers and their sons. And and uh, my husband is extremely protective over our our daughter. But I, I am too over her. I'm 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 a protective mama bear over all my children. And so I tried to raise them where they understood society may treat them differently, but I wanted them to understand things. Um, from uh, from our perspective, I believe firmly that you need to teach children who they are before they ever leave your home. And that could evolve into a lot of discussion. But I wanted my daughter to expect equality, even though the world may not t- t- uh, treat her equal. I wanted her to expect wages that were consistent. Uh, 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 commiserate with what her experiences are. You go to college, you get your degree, expect, anticipate, don't expect that men will make more. Now, I understand the world we live in, and she sees that, but I'm going to raise her with an expectation. So sometimes we've dumbed down our expectation over our girls, and they are subservient in roles out here in the world, and they get little because they expect little. I've tried to raise a, a woman child who expects her her expectation is there. Now, does the world have something to to rise up to? Absolutely. But she doesn't lower her expectation because because she's dealing with inequity in the society. I don't know if that makes sense. It does, because I think in in my household, I'm thinking about not how I'm raising my kids, but how my parents raised me, Mm -hmm. me and my brother. Mm -hmm. There was definitely some sexism, you Mm -hmm. know, like I, I totally see it now. Like my survival skills that were given to me weren't necessarily given to my brother when it comes to um, certain things like I felt like my daddy was a total male chauvinist because my brother was so prepared for how to go out and navigate as far as his career and how he responded when certain things ha- happened and I was babied and I'm the eldest you know I was so, I'm, so when we talk about protection and things like that I think there's some things that we make sure that boys know that we don't necessarily make sure that girls know even when it comes to finances like my brother was totally ready financially to to 
take care of himself, you know? And for me, I had to figure it out. You know, I really did. I had to do a lot of figuring out. I didn't have the the good sit down, good old boy sit down conversations that I think that I should have had to better prepare myself um, that he had. And so, um, I don't know why we do that. All I can say that I just feel like it's kind of, you know, a little male chauvinistic. Yeah. Um, I even kind of see a tad bit in our household, you know, just a little bit. You know, my husband makes remarks like, oh, that boy, he get them finances. He get them finances. That boy, he get them finances. You know, but what about my Kennedy? You know, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, she's all the oldest. We got to make sure my Kennedy gets the finances. Yeah. Now, granted, now Kennedy don't have an interest in the world. She's just like, if I got it, I'm going to spend it. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, you got your mama juice, baby. <laughs> so we we do. We have to hone in on that, you yeah. know. And I think it's a, well. I I know it's a difference too for myself growing up, and then with uh, my, how my husband with our son. So when the the girls, my son is the third in the line. Two girls, boy, and then girls. So my son was hearing stuff in the ninth grade, like, "Yo, dude, did you get a number? Oh, yo, yes. dude, did you?" Yes, yes. And so when Courtney in the ninth grade, it's like, so Courtney, who are you talking to? Well, I like this guy. Why are you talking to somebody? Yes. You don't need to be. And and that happened to me. I mean, my brother, he was always, my dad would be like, so you going to go and talk to her? And if I was like, oh, that boy is cute. Oh, you trying to be fast. Why yes. are you trying to be? You're right. And you're the same age yes. at the same time. So it was like, you are okay with him going out and you're, and then you're, the, the daughter, because Courtney would see it be like, dad, you you'll tell him that it's okay. Yes. And he was like, No, you just don't understand. I said, babe, she's never gonna understand because as a woman, I didn't like it either with my brother because you are saying, Hey, no, I'm gonna save and I wanna protect you and I don't want you to do this. But she's not thinking, girl, boy, she's thinking right, wrong, daddy's doing this. Yes. So um, and my my uh, uh mother and father did the same thing with me. Brian could go be out there and it's joking and came in late overnight, yes. snuck in the house in the window. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go out on my first date. Now I need you to be home at, you ain't give Brian no date, no time when he, because he was a boy. I never, when, when that was the explanation, oh, because he's a boy, I never understood it. As a mother, I still don't go with no, because he's a boy. You go in, come out, same time, girl, boy. But I, the men, it's okay for that boy to, Eighth grade, you like her? Yes. Uh, yes. Seventh grade, you she cute, but a girl she got to be in high school. Sixteen, pass it. You don't do that for the boys. Oh, I oh. see your face. I see your well, face. So, so Jackson, he's in the fourth grade, and he comes home with a number every day. You know, <laughs> but, <who he laughs> but we'll call? kill them. And it's girl. like oh. with the same thing, and, and, it's, and it's so funny because he's like, okay, he likes. He tells me who he likes. Oh, she changed. Her. She got at one Afro puff today, and then the next day <laughs> she got two Afro puffs. So I don't like her. T- today you know <laughs> and so that's in the fourth grade kid did come home the first day uh from school and somebody asked her for a number and her daddy's freaking out but you know you know when jackson said oh that's my boy that's my yes. boy so you're you're yes. totally right and i'm telling kendy oh no you know your job is go to school and focus on learning i don't want him about no boys <laughs> but as soon as jackson come home and i, I don't say i want him about no girls you right. know so you're so right i know it drives me crazy well, Still you know what I can honestly say it was five of us my parents had and we all got the same talk we just did you know we just got the same talk I don't know if my parents just weren't 
just weren't thinking like that where it's a different thing from my girls. We we came up under strict rule, baby. And so rule was you better have your A home on time and or else you're going to get the the whip on you. I mean, that's just how we were raised. And so my mom they and I told you all this uh, in an earlier show. I managed their affairs financially, so I I left my parents' house knowing how to manage my life, wash clothes, cook dinners, all that kind of thing. I knew how to manage my finances. They taught my brothers too. The only sexism thing that occurred in my house, and it's funny, really, is I was raised that my brothers had to take the trash out. And the girls, two girls, that's the only time we got sexist in that house, the girls did the dishes. Mm -hmm. So consequently, when I got married, I said, I do not do trash because the guys do, <laughs> do the trash mm -hmm. and I do well, the dishes. I, I, I had never seen my brother wash a dish, my. sweep a floor. <laughs> I had never seen that. Now, before. mama did all, all of the boys wash dishes, cook. My brother cooked better than, than I now do. We to took cook. out the trash. We did the the grass. So it was no, mama's like, no, you're going to be on your own one day. So get in there and cook, Need to learn. cook this food or you go, you don't know where you're going to be. Go out there and pull them weeds out that yard. So that was consistent. It was when it was time to like boys, girls. It was a totally different. No, the girls don't. Nah, you can't do this. And so it tells us um, it, it creates thoughts in our minds as little girls what boys can do and what girls not supposed to be able to do. And then that's where rebellion mm -hmm. comes in because he get to do this and I don't get to do this. Well, why? And that, well, he's a boy. It just that don't work. I know when I grew up, I guess I, I was the baby and my parents must have been tired because uh, I got away with everything. <laughs> Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, I mean, all that you all are talking about, I didn't even See, have to deal with. I didn't. I really, I didn't have to deal with. Wow. Now, I was only blessed to uh, to to bring in uh, one son, and Jamal uh, knows how to do everything. He knows how to cook. He knows how to clean. Don't do much of that. But he knows, <laughs> but he knows how, how to do it, uh, uh, at least when he lived with us. Now, I went to his apartment. I'm like, dude, really? Uh, and and uh, finances and things like that, because being the youngest, I heard all that stuff. I heard, you know, the the yeah. comparison or the sexism between my oldest sister, my brother, and the three after that. I heard all of mm -hmm. those things, and I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm just and you not, missed all of that. And I missed it. By the time it was time for me to <laughs> to have those kinds of uh, talks and those kind of run-ins with my parents, I I didn't I didn't have any of those issues. Oh, I knew not to stay out late, but I did push the button a couple of times. I would try it. <laughs> I would try it, and then. <laughs> but I think my thing was I was always a pretty good kid like I always knew that if I brought the A's and the B's I was very active in the community I sang in the choir I participated with anything that the community was I was always very active that I could get away with stuff and I honestly feel like that I, I did and I, I said that to my own son I said dude 
the only thing that we want is for you to be a great student and to become a, a productive man. And you can pretty much, you know, skate through a lot of things. Now, when you nut up, we're going to go there with you. So I've only raised a son and and but I wanted him to when he first moved out to be able to take care of the responsible things like money uh, clothes make sure your clothes are clean make sure you smell good keep you be shaved you know look good his father is like that so he's learned a lot from his father but and, and I was when, a spoiled little when you say girl. to Joyce I still spoil now when, when, when you say Joyce that in raising a son you wanted to raise him to teach him how to treat a woman. Yes. Because that's critical. It, we're raising men, children. Mm-hmm. And you want to raise a, a young man to become a man that knows how to treat a woman. But you know what, uh, Vicki, I think I, I honestly feel, and, 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 I, and I shared some things in that area, but I honestly feel Jamal got that a lot from his dad. It's just like, it's just like Jay and I never leave each other's present, and this is the, some of the little small things, without acknowledging with a kiss or a hug or something. Every time Jamal enters a room where I'm in, he's going to come and hug me he's gonna come and kiss me and he's gonna say how you doing <laughs> you know was and and he learned that from his from his father uh, and he learned and he knew that that is a expectation or something that a woman loves because I would I would support it in saying that I, I love that about about Jay and about our relationship so there there are some things that I know you know that I pushed him on that it was it was it was a responsibility of a mother and of and of a woman one is the school you know Jay Harley ever went to the school I walked the hallways of the school so he knew he would tell the teacher please don't tell my mama please don't because he knew I was gonna roll up in there and 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 straighten him now the other thing is you better not mess with my child (laughs) you know then you're gonna see a whole nother side of me particularly if it was something uncalled for now Jamal if you had something to do with it then I got to deal with the situation, but you, but 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 a protector. I am truly a protector. Now, yeah. my grandma used to say the reason why um, she chose because she had seven boys and two girls, um, and she said the reason why she had to raise her boys and girls difference was because girls could bring babies home, right? <laughs> and boys we make babies, but right? Too. Come on, yeah. and, and boys make babies, but they don't bring them home. Mm-hmm. So. Did you find that to be? Uh, that make me mad just when they say that. <laughs> I know. That boy, I know. Well, you can go have a baby. Mama, he can too. Well, we don't. You can. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're not going to have to to deal with it because my brother did um, have um, a, a baby. And, you know, we were the, the baby end up, you know, coming into the family as well. But what does it matter that I'm the one because I'm the one carrying it? It's still a baby that you have to take care of. So I, I, I didn't believe yeah, it growing I, up. I, I and I don't. That. You did with with, with, with my brother and my and one of my sisters. My brother was the the first to have a a, a child, which you know, and um and nothing was said, you know, just waiting on her to come. And then my sister uh, in college, mm-hmm. up see what I'm saying? And hell broke loose, wild open. Right, right. What I tell you, we I'm telling you. Let me tell you. 
right, <laughs> right. It broke yes. wide open because yeah. it, it and, and it happened in in college, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, they oh man, go oh, crazy, man. Right, that was not but, a good day. Right, <laughs> but it was it was kind of like that back like years back. That is kind of how the family dynamics were. I, I'm from a large family. I'm fifth from the top, and I had two older brothers, two older sisters, and it was so different in our house for the boys. The boys could come and go as they pleased. The girls could not. Actually, we had to be in when the lights came on, so it wasn't a timeline. Mm. It's the lights, and that could be 6 o'clock. It depends. But you had to be visible where my mom could see you. And I would think as I began to grow up, because I was always following what they were doing, uh, I, I couldn't date at the age they could. Yeah. I think they were dating yeah. at 16. Not it was fair. like, no, not, mm-hmm. not fair. I, I couldn't and everything. And so I think for me, uh, it was a little difficult. So when I grew up and, and had my own child, which I only had one, and just a girl, so I didn't really have to think about curfews and all of that until maybe college. And that was the difficult part because I think when kids come back from college and you try to put a curfew on them <laughs> and they're like used to doing what they do when they're in school, but at the same time, but when you're in the parent's home, you can't. And, and they can't understand that. So I think that's when we had a, a difficult time uh, talking about a curfew. My father gave my brother a car. We had to work for hours. Oh, you girl, see what I'm that's saying? That's a whole <laughs> And then right. we had to share. We had right. to share the one we with that my mother drove when she wasn't using it. Then we had to, you know, pull straws. Who got it this time? So, you know, but he got his own car. You know what you you brought up? I said it wasn't a lot of sexism. You brought up. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold right. on. You yes. brought a memory of choice. <laughs> I thought I was healed. Right? I thought it was over. But my daddy would not get me a car. Uh-huh. Oh, me either. Uh-huh. And my, my, brother my got dad a car was known throughout my mom's family for being so supportive of my my mother's brothers and sisters he we would co-sign for them cars right mm-hmm. so i just knew when i saved my money yes for that down payment yes that i you couldn't have prepared me for my father telling me no yes he got my brother one and only had one over me my brother was over me and i'll never forget it so he said i'm not doing it no explanation so sexism was yeah. real. It was real. Yeah. I thought it was real. just it was real. the trash <laughs> and the, the dishes. Joyce. But anyway, I didn't yeah. get that. No, what no. does that say to the young girl when she sees that, okay, it's okay that they, what is that telling us as, because I know for me, I would, I was sitting there thinking, so basically, Mama and Emma's saying that he could go out and, because they, the, uh, the, the thing you're always looking at, they all want to have sex. So you're saying, okay, Brian go out there and have sex. It's okay. But if I go out there, I, I'm not thinking about sex is not okay. But Brian, he has a little bit more what does that tell our girls? What does that make them feel? What does that make them think about? And I think normally as parents, we're not even thinking about how it makes them see life. We're just saying, I'm, I'm protecting you. and I, But so you're not protecting him. So for me, I, it's just like. So I, then, Becky, when you agree, it starts at home. Yeah. So if we know these things that we were taught were, is, is not acceptable today, then it's incumbent upon us as mothers and as grandmothers 
to stop that. Yes, yes. Yeah, because I think we're participating in unconscious bias. Yeah. Me and my husband, would we be getting into it because when he would make a difference between the girls, I'd be like, whoa, hold on, babe. That's unfair that you, you allow uh, Christopher to do this, but Jasmine can't do the exact same thing. That's unfair. Well, no. So it, it caused arguments because from her point of view, because she'd be like, Ma, it's, and I'll be like, she, she right. It is unfair. So now I, I need to to step in and help protect her right as a female, um, just as, as much, because I don't want Christopher to do anything crazy either, but you cannot, it's unfair to say he can do it at 16, but you can't do it at 16 because you're a woman. Oh, no, no. Uh-uh, I'm going to fight you all day long on that. I, I just, I, it does something to a girl, too. It does. And she's doing right. She's doing all the right things. And now you can't do certain things just because you think they just might. That's unfair. And it tells her something, um, too. Why you don't trust me? I haven't even showed you anything to distrust me about it. Because mm-hmm. I know what them boys are going to do. And I... That's unfair. I think it just unpacked some therapy for me. Thank you. Because, you know, I, I'm reminded about that car thing too, Vicky. And, uh, I, I was working really hard at Walmart and I was trying to save my yes. money. And I was a junior in college and my dad said it was a car in the garage and he said, oh, it has too many problems, too much money. And I said, but I can work. I'll save the money to get it fixed. And he was like, I guess he didn't think I could do it. And he was like, well, yeah, if you, if you get the money, to get it, we'll get it fixed. So I got two jobs. I was working at the Walmart and the YMCA. And then I came back. I said, here's my money. Let's get the car fixed. And he just looked at me like, I'll be down. <laughs> I got to come up with I another gotta, reason. And he did. And he just was like, no. And it, he did that no thing. And no means no. And I just, I just lost it. Yeah. And I think that's when my spending started. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us today at the Grow Folks Table. 